Welcome back to the PEED space. Palette Life Sciences, sponsor of this podcast, is committed to bringing educational tools such as the PEED space for sharing best practices and compelling conversations across a wide variety of pediatric urology and VUR topics. I'm Cynthia Hanna, and today is our third and final episode of our three-part series on neonatal circumcision, utilizing the neocirc concepts to avoid adverse outcomes. Part one of our series spoke to how to tell if a boy's anatomy is suited to newborn clamp circumcision. Episode two spoke to where to cut, and today the discussion will be what constitutes good care after the cut. So we call this care after cut. Today we will be speaking with one of the originators of neocirc, Dr. Walid Farhat. Dr. Farhad is a board-certified urologist and chief of pediatric urology at the University of Wisconsin. Dr. Farhat will be joined today by Dr. Emily Blum, pediatric urologist at Georgia Urology, and Dr. Nicole Bauman-Blackmore. Dr. Bauman-Blackmore is a neonatologist at the Newborn Nursery at the Unity Point Health, University of Wisconsin in Madison, Wisconsin. The content of today's podcast is solely the opinion of our presenters. Welcome, everybody, to today's podcast. Dr. Farhad, I'm going to hand our discussion over to you. Welcome to the third episode for the neonatal circumcision and how we can improve the care of those neonates who undergo circumcision or office circumcision. Today, we're going to have the care after cut episode. In this episode, we're going to have Dr. Bowman, who is a clinical associate professor at the University of Wisconsin Department of Pediatrics, and also Dr. Emily Blum, who is a clinical adjunct instructor at Georgia Urology, talk to us about how do they manage or advise parents to take care of their kids' penises after circumcision. I will start first by asking Dr. Bowman to tell us how does she talk to the family about the post-op care? Sure. Thank you for having me today. Typically for families, what we discuss for care after circumcision is mainly in the immediate kind of healing time. So the first week after a circumcision, we talk with families mainly about using a significant amount of petroleum jelly to make sure the diaper isn't sticking to the healing skin. We also talk with families about limiting the amount of bathing and that sort of thing they're doing with their babies until it is completely healed. And we usually talk with families about it looking like normal, healthy skin. Right now is where we sort of end the conversation. We don't typically have discussions with families about doing any sort of physical therapy or what to do with adhesions. And that is definitely something that I think we will change in the future. I know that some places use gauze or petroleum jelly impregnated gauze in the care afterwards. We typically give families a lot of squeezable tubes of petroleum jelly and leave it at that. Thank you, Nicole. I'm just wondering what does uh, Dr. Blum do for the neonatal circumcision that you see or you care for afterwards? When we get consulted for the neonatal circumcisions, I typically recommend that the patients are placing petroleum jelly along the incision line in much a similar fashion as was previously discussed to prevent sticking of the penis to the diaper. I also emphasize with the family pulling back of the skin to make sure that the skin doesn't get stuck up and those adhesions aren't forming. One thing that I can say is that when I have talked to families in the past and really up until recently, I usually just said pull it back or when talking to families after they've had their neonatal circumcision and I've seen them for complications afterwards, the complaint from the parents was, I never knew how hard to pull back. 
back. I didn't understand. Um, and so that's something that the NeoCirc, and we can get into that a little later, but the NeoCirc has really changed that conversation that I'm having with parents in terms of how exactly to do that procedure, how much pressure to put, and what exactly the purpose is. Thank you both for giving us your insights on how you ask the parents to care for the circumcision. Obviously, it was evident, at least in our practice, and I'm sure uh, Dr. Blum knows for, as a pediatric urologist that we see uh, quite a large number of patients or infants who unfortunately their circumcision did not heal appropriately. And there is a huge amount of guilt on the parental side, as you said, Dr. Blum, that the parents will not know what they need to do. I would assume that this module, particularly the ability to really call it physical therapy and the way the parents are going to be instructed to do it, is going to decrease the risk of this complication. What do you think, Dr. Bowman, about the physical therapy and the amount of time you think that the parents will need to take into account to learn how to do it? Do you think it's difficult to learn? Do you assume that it's going to be an easy task from now on to include in our clinical care? I do think that it is something that can be very easily taught to families in a in a very short period of time. I really like the physical therapy aspect of the NeoCirc module. I think it's something that we as pediatricians haven't always known how to talk to families about what exactly to do. And like Dr. Blum said, currently for some babies who maybe have a shorter penile shaft and, and you can see right after the circumcision that the shaft skin is starting to creep up over the glands, we do sometimes have those conversations with families about pushing it back. But again, not really being able to tell families exactly how, how hard to do that or how much pressure to use. And so I really think this physical therapy technique is a simple thing to teach and is an easy thing for families to do and, and lets them feel like they're doing something to aid in the, in the healing process. Thank you. I know Dr. Blum and I, at one point when we were discussing the concept of physical therapy, we found that the term is a bit unusual. Dr. Blum, do you think that this is going to be a way to engage the parents and have them not only make the decision with us for neonatal circumcision, but possibly also be involved in the care afterwards? Do you have any tips on how we can possibly educate the parents other than watching the movie or the videos on the link? Yeah, absolutely. I've changed my practice since working on the NeoCirc project. And the big thing that I've changed my practice with is engaging the parents beforehand. It's something that we emphasize and it's something that I think is really important where I have the parents show me when I see them before any procedure is done, I have them show me how they're going to be doing it. And I hands-on explain it to them. And I think that makes it a little more engaging. If you call it physical therapy, it's not just, okay, pull the skin back. It's not a big deal. It's, okay, this is part of the importance of the healing process. This is something that is critical to the healing and the care of your child going forward. And as they care for the child in general. And so I think that that concept is really critical. Education is key with the success of any surgery. And I think that we probably are a little too, or were a little too lax with how we would educate the families prior to. And this is raising a little more awareness that just because it is a minor surgical procedure, it is a still a surgical procedure and we need to do our best to optimize recovery however we can. Thank you. Uh, my last question to both of you, and I would like to do uh, Dr. Bauman to start first. Where do you foresee us in our care providing the family this teaching? 
Is it at the time of the main natal circumcision or prior to booking it? Understandably, this is an event that usually happens within the first 24 hours. I'm just still debating. And as much as I do believe that physical therapy could possibly be the treatment of choice for the majority of the children who would have penile adhesions, where do you foresee us in our care introducing the physical therapy training for the parents? And obviously, as a pediatrician, you would have a lot of say in where do you think the parents will be receptive to to this teaching? I think that's a really good question, Dr. Farhat. I think, you know, one of the things that we always try and be mindful of in the hospital with caring for newborns is the amount of information that we are providing to families during a time when they are exhausted and a bit overwhelmed. And so I foresee us introducing the physical therapy concept, likely when we're talking through the consent process for the circumcision, which may also be the time that we're doing our first examination of a baby. But if it's not, I think it could also happen at that point in time too. I think what I have come to realize with a lot of families in the hospital with new babies is that you oftentimes have to revisit the same kind of topics for anticipatory guidance from the day before. And so I think it would be a good thing for us to introduce likely with our first examination of a baby. And we typically know ahead of time which families want a circumcision for their newborn. So we could talk about it at the time we're doing our first head-to-toe, very thorough exam. And then we can also revisit it again right before the circumcision when we're going through the consent process. And that might also be a time for, you know, the first day, if, if us as the physicians show the families what to do, the following day, it might be really nice for the families to, you know, to show us what their sort of understanding was and have them show us how they would go ahead and do that physical therapy. I think another thing too, that's going to be really important is updating our written instructions for families. Just, I think it's going to be easier from a visual standpoint for the physical therapy, but also to give them some written information too, so that when it's two days after they've gone home and they haven't slept in the last several days and they're exhausted and they can't remember what we said, that they have something to reference back to. This is very helpful. What do you think, Dr. Blum, for us? I I can imagine that for us, we most probably as pediatric urologists, we may see this family or this child with benign adhesions a bit later. Do you have any thoughts on where we can incorporate the video or teaching for parents to be involved in the post-care and the after-care? Absolutely. I, I love the concept uh, uh, that Dr. Bauman threw out there about having the parents demonstrate prior to discharge how they would do this. I think that would be incredibly useful. I've done uh, neonatal circumcisions. It's typically not in the hospital, but uh, a week or so after discharge from the hospital. And in those situations, I think there's a very good opportunity for me to be able to teach the parents before the procedure is performed and then reiterate it after the procedure is performed also. But even outside of that situation, you see penile adhesions develop all the time, even in really well done circumcisions. If the baby gets a little chubby and puts on weight, that's going to force that penile shaft skin up. And it's important to educate the family that this is not something that's just necessarily for the immediate post-operative period, but something that they should be mindful of continuously. And if they do notice those penile adhesions starting, that this is something that they can go back to doing as well throughout the lifetime that the child's really in diapers and is more prone to those penile adhesions. I completely agree with you. That's actually a great point to bring forward that the 
use of physical therapy could be not only in the neonatal period, but also later on as the child just evolves and may have some adhesions that can develop later on. I want to thank you both. I really want to thank you not only for your insights, but also for your involvement at the time when we were building the module all together. I mean, between the first episode when Dr. Maisels talked about may I cut and then later on Dr. Smith talking about where to cut, I think now it's possibly the most important and most engaging component of this podcast is to make sure that the parents are going to really be involved in the care of their children with a simple maneuver and at the same time get rid of all the guilt that they sometimes come forward to us with when they see their kids needing another procedure. I really do think at the end that our goal with the with the module itself is going to possibly increase the success of neonatal circumcision, working with the different disciplines from neonatology to pediatricians to obstetricians, and hopefully decrease the number of cases that need the surgery later on. Thanks for joining us this week on the Pete Space. We hope you enjoyed Drs. Farhad Blum, Bauman Blackmore's perspective on our final episode of our series on neonatal circumcision. For more information on this topic, log into www.neocirc.org. Feel free to share with your colleagues while we deliver more pediatric urology-focused content in the coming weeks. There are some great resources for you and your patients at deeplux.com. Additionally, you can learn more about our company and our products at palatelifesciences.com. 